0: Welcome to the B-Zone, everyone, with yours truly, Tracy S. Campbell, and here we are with another great show for you this week. Now, today, we are talking all about businesses that you don't want to start and Guess what? I get to spend quality time with our resident opinionator, just me and him today, <laughs> audio engineer for Crawford Media, Diary's Parent. Hey, Diaries. Howdy. It's just the two of us. Oh,
1: boy. Oh, boy, everyone. Building
0: castles. Uh, uh, yeah, well, we got it. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. It's just the two of us today, Diaries. How have you been? I'm doing great. How about yourself?
0: Doing good. Doing good. Awesome. And And we have a great topic today for everybody. I can't wait. I tell you, I can't either. We're going to get it started with our Dear Bees on coming up next. Well, everyone, if you want to follow us on podcast, guess what you can by going to iHeartRadio, plugging in the B-Zone with Tracy S. Campbell. And you can also follow us on TuneIn. Again, the B-Zone with Tracy S. Campbell. Welcome back to the B-Zone, everyone, and it's time for our Dear B-Zone letter. Now, in today, reading the Dear B-Zone letter for our Tam Tamara Nighting, we have none other than Diaries' parent. DiAries, what do you have for us today?
1: Alright, so here we go. I have been working in corporate for 10 years in the mailroom and I'm ready to do something different. I thought about opening my own pet store. I have a beautiful Persian cat named Spicy, Aww. whom I love and always looking for unique toys for her to play with. Okay. Of course, Spicy likes the regular toys and the lasers, but I want to open up a pet store and create more specialized toys that will bring joy to all pets.
0: Oh, that's nice.
1: My friends are discouraging me, saying it would never work, but I think it can be profitable. Do you think this is a good business to start?
0: Well, I think this is a sweet dear B's own letter. He wants to bring joy to his Persian cat, spicy and all mm-hmm. other pets for that matter. I think this is a sweet dear B's. Own you know, letter. it
1: is adorable, but I can't help, but focus on that. He's been in the mail room for 10 years.
0: Well, okay. I, I did. I did catch that. I did catch that. Yeah. I don't know about being in the mail room for 10 years, but, right. uh, but look, he's trying to be entrepreneurial, dear. He's, he's and, trying to branch out.
1: And see, I agree. If I was your friend, I'll be the one encouraging you. I'll be telling you to go for it. Just write down your business proposition. Make sure you have your your successes and your failures. Because it's a business. You gotta prepare for your losses, right?
0: Well, that's true. And that's actually a great segue, Darius, because now we're gonna talk about not only businesses, but well, to give this guy a little bit more mm. wisdom and inspiration here, the businesses that he should not start. Mm. Okay, since his friends are not too uh happy about this pet. They sound store like some haters, idea. man.
2: Well, so like some well, they
0: may be on to something. So that's what we're talking about today. That's what we're talking about today. We're talking about the worst businesses that you can start mm-hmm. in 2020. Now, first on the list is a computer shop.
2: Mm.
0: Now, I can kind of understand this one because how, when's the last time you've gone actually into a computer shop? to have your computer fixed or to have viruses removed and all of that, dearie. You
1: really don't. I mean, if I have a computer that needs to be fixed on, I'll just call the manufacturers. You know, like for example, my Toshiba desktop or the the keyboard wasn't working. I called them. Mm -hmm. And because when you register your your, your computers or your equipment, there's a warranty that's given to it and you can just send it in and they'll just replace it or fix it for free. That's true. for a small fee. So there really really is no purpose for me to go.
0: Yeah, so you're saying that you have not walked into a physical computer shop in?
1: Never. 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 Really? Wow. Never. Well, what I, I, I
0: have. I have, but I can tell you it's been Years, mm. It's been years. But I have gone in. But I, I think I have to somewhat agree with this one, that a computer shop is losing its necessity, I mm-hmm. think, in today's market. And these machines, they, they go up so quickly that you end up buying a new machine anyway.
1: At the end of the day, because these, these, these machines, the lifespan on them is about two to three years. Right. Because, you know, electronics and technology is constantly advancing. The next version of that computer that you just bought is going to be out in about four or five months.
0: That's right. No, that's true. So, so, yeah, you're right. I totally agree. So that one is definitely one that's becoming more and more obsolete, just like old blockbusters and
1: you know, <laughs> Hollywood and, video. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, when's the last time you saw a Hollywood video or a blockbuster? Right. So, right. so yeah, it's becoming obsolete. Now, the next one, you know, dearies, I, I I hate to be the bearer of bad news. But our poor dear B Zone letter guy here is not gonna like this. Number two on the list, everybody, of worst businesses to start in 2020: mm-hmm. pet supply store. Well, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, I can
1: see it because you got the Pet Smart and the Petco's; those those big, you know. Franchises, right, well, you have to whatever. you have to
0: compete with with those chains, right? Yeah. And again, when I think of pet supply, that's exactly right. I think of going to Petco or to mm-hmm. Pet Smart, or quite honestly. Amazon is my very best friend. Look, get out of my head, Tracy, (laughs) because you said
1: I was saying the same thing. You could just go on Groupon, Amazon, or what's the other one? Uh, Not Indeed. I'm going to say Indeed, but it's another one. Yeah. But you go in there, you can find pet food for the low. That's true. And in bulk.
0: And in bulk, right. And I mean, toys, I I have, everyone knows how much I adore my Mackie Yes, I adore him. And, and, and. and, (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Mackey, right. And I can tell you right now, I don't spend a whole lot of money on toys for him. He's happy with a ball of balled-up paper, Mm. uh, yarn, Mm-hmm. And maybe a little bell. That's it. He's ap- he's happy as simple, can be. Simple, very simple, yeah. right? And even dogs. You have a dog. You have Brock. Yeah, I
1: got Brock. Brock. I got yeah. I got a an unbreakable bone for him, and he just and sits he's happy, right? And chews on that all day. There you go.
0: So really, there's not a, a a big need to spend a whole lot of money, break your wallet to to buy pet toys at a pet supply store.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. and if you can make a toy yeah. with some stuff around the house, that's true. Yeah, be crafty. you always yeah. talking about being crafty, right, Tracy? You know, well, you know how I feel about D- those DIY. That's right. You know right. How so, I feel about do it yourself. So We've you had can. this conversation. Yeah. So if you can make your own pet toy, so be it. Do it so as long be. as it's safe. You know, there you go.
0: Yeah. So pet stores, the pet supply store is losing its appeal. Now, mm. the next one on the list, and for those of you who may have listened to us last week, yeah, this is almost a contradiction, everybody, but I'm gonna say it anyway. <laughs> Web designer. Yes, last week, we, uh, we, talked we just about talked it. about this, right? Mm. And we talked about, you know, going into the web design or the mm-hmm. graphic design business. Mm-hmm. But I think what they're saying here is that if you are looking at this from the perspective of needing some serious coding skills, mm-hmm. now you have platforms like WordPress, wix Mm -hmm. and because of those platforms and many more it's easier than ever now to create a website now if you need something really complex of course you're gonna have to get a developer but more often than not you don't really need one
1: especially if your money's tight especially if you don't have much and these platforms are free and they give you a lot they really do for free yeah i mean of course you can pay for them to get the extra bells and whistles but for what they give you for the basis is amazing, like that's you know, true. I use WordPress for my website, yeah. and it's I, I love it. Actually. I
0: love WordPress as well, and uh, Wix, of course, and mm-hmm. there's so many others. So, yeah, that's a business that I guess it depends on your needs, could be a plus or a minus, right? Well, everyone, we're going to continue the conversation today with the businesses that you may not want to start in 2020. We're going to bring you more right after this.
3: To get to me What would you say To have your way Would you give up Or try again If I hesitate To let you in Now would you be yourself Or play a role Tell all the boys Or keep it low If I say no Would you turn away Or play me off Or would you stay up oh. If don't, you don't, don't, you don't you dust yourself off And try again You can dust it off And try again And try again I'm into you, you into me, but I can't let it go so easily. Not till I see what this could be—could be eternity or just a week. You know our chemistry is off the chain, it's perfect now, but will it change? This ain't a yes.
0: The B-Zone with yours truly, Tracy S. Campbell. And we are talking about businesses that you do not want to start in 2020. Now we talked about web design. We talked about computer repair. And unfortunately, our poor dear B-Zone guy. Yes, we talked about not starting a pet supply story, Diaries,
1: And you know, like you said, Debbie Downer or the Bear of Bad News, but I say go for it because you never know. There's oh, a yeah. whole bunch of, you know, bread is, is is all over the place, right? You got mothers, what's that? They got that home pride bread, whatever. Because <laughs> you got all these different type of breads. Not one of those people said, well, I'm not going to make it because somebody else got it. So, hey, you know what? Maybe he can be the next chain. He could be the next pet code, the next pet store. It's
0: possible. You know, it's if possible. his toys are
1: selling like that, if his toys are that exotic, and stuff like that i say go for it well so, i
0: thank you dearies for being such a cheerleader for our dear b's own person you know it's
1: all about the vision the vision board I mean, create a vision board too if you listen up there here, you so, go and yes you know.
0: yes and that very good dearies very good <laughs> very good that's good it's good to know you're paying attention look well we have some more businesses that you may not want to start in 2020 next mm-hmm. up is travel agency.
1: Now, this one I, one I was yeah, surprised. I was actually surprised about like, this one. Like everybody's traveling, like you, you probably want to jump in on that business, right? Right.
0: I would think that you would want to get in on travel, but they're saying that the number of retail travel agencies has declined by sixty percent since the mid nineties. Sixty percent. What? Yeah. I thought that was interesting too. Yeah. People are more budget conscious now. They're more budget conscious. And when they go to travel, they start with online travel booking sites like Expedia Mm -hmm. and Travelocity and so forth. And Hotels.com, which I personally use a lot. I
1: love Hotels.com. Yeah.
0: I mean, you get instant access to all these discounts on your airfare, your hotel, your transportation. And we won't even talk about Airbnbs. I know we talked about that on a previous episode. I love Airbnbs too. So with all of that said, the traditional retail travel agency is... Is becoming extinct,
1: and that's sad because I I I have family that does that, and now they're travel. They have a travel agency. Yeah, like they, because I guess they do it from home, right? Exactly. And then I'm assuming they may be part of somebody else's, but they do it from home where they, they contact the people contact them. Right. They find the deals, the plans and stuff like that. Pack exactly. it together and give it to them. Yeah. I'm still like in awe that you said that because I guess social media is a lie, right? You know, because I see people traveling every day. But again, it's not every that people aren't
0: traveling, it's that they're not using a traditional travel agency. agency. Okay. Right. So so everyone, we want to make sure we're clear about that. It's not that we're saying, hey, travel as an industry is going downhill at quite the opposite. Travel as an industry is on the uprise. What we're saying is that opening a traditional travel agency where you walk in and you have someone sitting there at the desk and helping you plan your trip. Well, those days are becoming
1: less and less prevalent. I just wonder how could, if you do have one, how can you cut those costs? I know this could be probably off topic, but how can you cut the competition? You know what I mean? To compete? Like probably you're going to because... have
0: to take your business or your travel agency consulting online. Mm-hmm. Like a to, lot of these an other, app yeah. Yeah. Just or an app for to,
1: it. there you go. You can do that too. Everybody's apping it right now. Apping, is that a- apping, apping it? A- apping a- it? Apping, apping it. I guess, look, I just made it up on the fly. Thank oh you very much. Is that she's... our
0: word for today? I hope not. Apping I hope not. It. Apping it. <laughs> the next one, I can absolutely attest to the value of this, because guess what? I just had to go through this experience. Appliance slash electronics repair.
2: Mm.
0: Now, according to this, that industry is drying up because most appliances have a lifespan of less than 10 years. Mm -hmm. And if they're broken, well, people just go out and get a new one. They don't really repair the one that they have.
1: Yeah, and also right because those phone companies, I mean I mean use iPhone since you got an iPhone. Tracy. Yes, yes. They charge an arm and a leg to repair, so I might as well just go to the local gas station guy and who can do phone repairs. Right the there. local
0: gas station guy the yeah, that does you know, phone repair, yeah, really. Yeah,
1: it, 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 it. Believe it or not, there's people who, like again, particularly gas stations, they may have like a little phone repair booth also on the side. I don't where, know
0: if I want my Ivy going to, uh, look, you know, that's, JoJo's that's, gas that's,
1: station. That's, that's your prerogative. That's <laughs> that's how you feel. I don't but know about this, I know this a dairy. lot of people who have cracked phones and cracked screens. Instead of trying to go through Apple or Samsung to get a new phone, they just go over there, like you said, to JoJo or or whatever, <laughs> Mock Bead, whoever. That may oh be at the boy. gas, right. and they get it fixed.
0: Okay, but this is saying not to go into appliance slash electronics repair.
1: I'll say this: If you're going to do the electronic repair, then you need to probably have something else on the side because, again, a lot of times people find what's those those phones you can put in the SIM card. Right. You can you can buy the phone stock watch from Amazon. Put the yeah. SIM card in, and, and you're, good it, go. yeah. you're good to go. Yeah. Good to go. Now so,
0: I am going to challenge this because just this past week, mm-hmm. our washer of ten years old, our Kenmore washer, started leaking, and you fixed it. Well. Yes, I can do a lot of things, things, but wait a minute, wait a minute. No, everyone, I, Tracy, Tracy, no, Tracy S. Campbell did not fix the washer, okay? What happened was that I ended up calling an appliance repairman he came out to the house very nice guy Anthony. Anthony if you're listening thank you so much for your help. He came out to the house went down in the basement and he had our washer back up and running in less than an hour and it's a Kenmore. He said you know what you have a Kenmore washer and dryer. These things are good up to 15 years and our set happens to be about uh, 10 years old and he said you guys should be good to go for at least another two to five years. So if it wasn't for Anthony I may have ended up buying a washer and dryer that I didn't need.
1: Shout out to Anthony.
0: There you go. So I, I don't I don't know about this one. I, I'm gonna I'm on the fence, everyone, about appliance slash electronic repair. I think there's something to be said about someone coming out and, and helping you the good old-fashioned right, way. Because
1: you know what? I think that is a dying breed of people like having a true skill, you know, right. What I mean? that's, exactly. what that's, that's what that's saying to me. Is like people are no longer interested in learning the skill that's right or craft.
0: That's right. And
1: uh, Anthony, shout out to him again. Is that he took the time yes, to, learn how to do Yes, he did.
0: I tell you, he saved me from having to pack up clothes and go to the laundromat. I can now enjoy my washing. Washer and dryer again.
1: You, you saved a couple of bucks too from getting a new dryer or a new washer. Exactly, exactly. You know, so so I'm gonna, I
0: don't know about that one. Well, next up is clothing store. Mm. And again, the reason this is on the list is because again, most people go are doing on. a lot of shopping, exactly. Fashion Amazon, Nova, you know
1: women, y'all love the go. Fashion Nova. Fashion
0: Nova, there's all, I mean, there's so many shops online and yeah. then let's not even, we won't even go into the apps that you can get really nice secondhand clothes, you know? Mm. So, I mean, there's a lot of apps for that as well. Like Poshmark, all mm. of those. So mm. yeah, the traditional clothing store is not doing as well as it used to.
1: And the clothing stores now, because they have the apps Influence you to go use their app. They may have a fifteen percent off by exactly. using app. Exactly.
0: By using the app. And right. to have
1: it be shipped to you. So yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that.
0: Yeah. And let's not forget also for those who may be sitting there scratching their heads, like, well, wait a minute, I'm doing really well with my eBay, or I'm doing really well with my Amazon drop shipping business. Well, that doesn't count. We're talking about traditional
1: going into going the to store, the actual
0: store. Exactly.
1: Talking to the customer service, getting mad at them because they got your size wrong. We we're talking about that.
0: Oh boy. Yeah, Darius, you're right. Yes, yes, yes. And last on the list of businesses that you may not want to start in 2020, limousine services. (laughs) Oh my! (laughs) So good old fashioned limousine services, and uh, we're lumping taxis into this Mm -hmm, as well. mm -hmm. They're being crushed by services such as Uber Mm -hmm. and Lyft and all those other easy to access ride services.
1: You're right. You, uh, I mean, when was the last time I've been to limo? I can't remember. I, it's a long time. Well, you know,
0: but. But again, and I agree, I agree with you, Darius, but again, I hope that if, you know, we have a special occasion, maybe I want to take you guys out to celebrate the successes of the B-Zone, I would like to be able to call a limo and have us, you know, go out and spend a night on the town in a nice limo. I
1: mean, just get a party bus or just get like, you know one of those that's what people get now a party bus party bus really? party buses, okay yeah. so you
0: would take a party bus over a limo
1: yeah because it has a strip of pole and stuff okay. that's another story all though all right that's okay a, everybody
0: <laughs> well <laughs> i tried i tried everyone to keep it nice and wholesome <laughs> The seven businesses that you may not want to start in 2020. now coming up we're going to be talking about well the states that you may not want to start your business in. This ought to be interesting. Mm. More to come, coming up next.
4: Attention all timeshare owners. Is this what you'd like to do with your timeshare contract? Do you own a timeshare and just want out? Thousands of timeshare owners are getting out of their timeshare contracts with the help of timeshare compliance. Timeshare compliance can legally terminate, tear up, shred, eliminate, Crash your timeshare agreement, ending your payments forever, saving you thousands. So whether you're a victim of a high-pressure dishonest sales agent, or you were misled with what you were buying, or you overpaid and they underdelivered, call Timeshare Compliance now for a free consultation. With one simple call, the trusted professionals at Timeshare Compliance can legally rip up your timeshare agreement and help rip up your financial suffering. You could save thousands. Call now before another payment is due. Timeshare Compliance is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. Call 800-576-4160. 800-576-4160. 800 4160
5: Attention females with ovarian cancer. Breaking news. A plaintiff who used a talcum-based powder and died from ovarian cancer has been awarded compensation over claims that the manufacturer knew decades ago that its talcum-based powder could cause cancer and failed to warn consumers. If you or a loved one has been diagnosed or died from ovarian cancer and used talc or talcum-based powders, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Medical studies have linked the long-term use of talcum-based powder to ovarian cancer. Millions of women have been unknowingly exposed to these toxic substances. If you or a loved one has used talc or talcum-based powders and have been diagnosed with ovarian cancer or died, you may be entitled to substantial financial compensation. Act now. Time is limited to file a claim. For a free consultation and free information, call 800-475-7607. That's 800-475-7607. Again, that's 800-475-7607. This is an advertisement. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Injury health- com is responsible for this advertisement. Principal office, Las Vegas, Nevada.
0: Worst. Welcome back to the B-Zone. And today we're talking about the worst businesses to start in 2020. And now we're also going to give you the worst states to be an entrepreneur in. Isn't that something? I increase?
1: am very intrigued by this. So I, I, please go home. You're on pins and needles for this. I want right? to see this. <laughs> was...
0: <laughs> well, some of these states actually surprised me. Mm-hmm. and I want to share this information everybody because there may be those of you out there that are just getting started to entrepreneurship and depending on where you live now of course if your state happens to be on this list we're not saying just to scrap your dreams and just go cry in a corner no we're not saying Look, that it's
1: okay to go cry in a corner I do it sometimes too okay. <laughs> what
0: we're saying is that you know just keep it in mind that your state made the list and it may churn some other ideas and some other avenues that you may want to explore one of which may be to do an online version of your business, mm. okay? But right now, we're going to talk about these 10 states. Now, what's interesting, Diaries, is that six of the 10 states that I'm about to talk about are located in the Northeast. Really? Yes. Ten, six of the 10 are in the that's, Northeast that's crazy, area, which man. actually surprised me. Yeah,
1: because the Northeast is where well, a lot of business is conducted. Yeah, yeah, that
0: surprised me. And the remainder, so the other four, are located in the South.
1: So nothing in the Midwest.
0: Well, not on this list, none, not, none on, this the list. None, not none, on the top 10. Not on the top 10, okay. right? Not on the top she 10, which actually right. surprised me because I just assumed that Illinois would be on the list because mm. we all know about the taxes here in Chicago, in the
1: roads, and the politics, and the corruption. exactly, and
0: all the other stuff that goes on. I'm actually surprised that Illinois did not make the top 10. But this is a current list, everyone. And no, uh, for those of you in the Illinois and Chicagoland area, we are saved, we're spared from being in the top 10 Spirits. Now, some of the reasons why these particular states are on the list, some of it's attributed to declining working age populations, mm-hmm. which is shared by all of these states, with the exception of one. And also we're looking at a decline in working age people between the years 2013 and 2018. And business taxes in these states are also mediocre to outright unfavorable, which is why again I just assumed I just thought Illinois, Illinois would, would be on the list. Right. Be okay, number well, no, yeah, no, it's not. So the ten worst states to start a business, with the number one state that I'm about to mention being the absolute worst. Number one is Rhode Island.
1: Look, I'll say it's gonna be your hometown. Well, you
0: you know, I may shed some tears in a few minutes here, dearies. But, uh, (laughs) but number one is Rhode Island.
1: Okay. Rhode
0: Island. Number two, Connecticut, which is right next door to Rhode Island. Yeah.
1: Interesting. And that's a very
0: affluent area. So this is really shocking. Very affluent area. Number three, New Jersey. Mm. Number four, Maine. Well, when I think of Maine, I don't think of a lot of business.
1: Though. I don't think a lot of a lot of people.
0: Well, believe it or not, Darius, people do live in Maine. I mean, okay. I, I
1: know people live there, but I mean, the population <laughs> of people. It's like, oh, uh, okay, all right, keep going, keep going, keep going. Like, I'm going to go to Maine, like why, I don't know. Okay, all right. Nope. Number five.
0: Number five, Alabama. Number six, Maryland. And here there come the go. tears, everybody. There I was go. not prepared for my home state to be on this list. I'm actually very shocked. I'm shocked. I'm shocked.
1: Mm, mm, mm.
0: Uh, Number seven, New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. Again, northeast. Number eight, Arkansas.
1: Arkansas? <laughs> really?
0: Number nine, Louisiana.
1: Louisiana?
0: Well, yeah, you know, I'm actually not surprised by that being on the list. I don't think of Louisiana as a thriving business mecca uh, right you, now.
1: You really only hear about New Orleans. And yeah, about, yeah. You not hear about the rest of no, the state. No, you really don't. You really
0: don't. And number 12. 10 on the 10 worst states, just making the top 10 is Pennsylvania. Really? Mm, yeah. Pennsylvania. Yeah.
1: Well, the states that you mentioned, I don't really look at the population like that. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's a lot of people and a lot of them. You know, like you know, Maryland particularly like, boy, this is like, but it's Maine and yeah. Arkansas,
0: Arkansas, and, yes, know, Arkansas, and, and <laughs> Alabama.
1: Look, I say it's Arkansas. I said just like Arkansas. You
0: know, but again, when you look at the number of working age people, mm-hmm, right, and you mm-hmm. look at the taxes and things of that nature, some of these states do make sense in terms of that. But again, I'm with you, Darius. Some of these states. Are actually pretty shocking, and yeah. again, we're still sitting here, everyone, with our mouths hanging open. That Illinois did not make the top ten.
1: Come so. on, it should—it has to be eleven. I want—I want to see the whole. You like, think it's, list. you think we're in the top twenty? We got what? Yeah, <laughs> we should have been in top five. I—I I, I feel snubbed. We're snubbed.
0: But but Dears you do realize this is the worst list, so it, you should be we, celebrating right
1: we now. We should be on that list in, as an as Illinoisian. That, does that make sense. Well, I, I know you like to make
0: up words, but yeah, I, know, I think yeah. you're close. I A Chicago win, right? Chicago, let's go with that. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's
1: these, one, the roads here are pretty bad. Well, the, the roads are
0: horrible, the potholes and everything else. But again, we're talking about business, the area. We're talking the about business, entrepreneurship.
1: And, 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 and with the taxes, with the people, with the politics, I'm just, I know business is tough here. I just know it but we're not even in the top 10. So now I'm just, I don't know anything now. My mind is. Well,
0: again, it's actually good news for us in a sense, I guess. I guess. guess. Yeah. It's just a little shocking. I know, but I everyone, those are the top 10 States to avoid starting a business in. And what we're saying is that if you happen to reside in any of those States, and I'm thinking about my beloved Maryland over there, do not fret, do not fear. We're not saying that you're down and out. We're just saying that you need to be mindful and you may want to just consider some other ways in which you can still pursue your entrepreneurial dream. Everyone, we have more bees on for you, coming up next, right after this next break. Did you know that only one in 10 young people from low-income families go on to graduate from a four-year college, compared to 50% from high-income families? Children and youth from low-income families are more likely to have sex before the age of 16, run away from home, or even commit a crime compared to only 1% from high income families. Now, with facts like these, it's more important than ever that we provide a strong foundation for our young people, especially our young women. The Bebo Foundation is doing just that. Through our programs that provide mental and emotional education for healthy mindsets, a mentorship program that provides successful female role models for our young ladies, and even a work study program teaching media concepts that can help young people contribute to their homes financially. I encourage you to join us on this very important mission. Head over to the foundation.org That's T-H-E-B-I-B-O-foundation.org and help us in this very important work. The Bebo Foundation, creating strong, healthy, beautiful lives for our youth, one empowering step at a time.
6: Sometimes life is wonderful, and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. and health insurance is your financial safety net. If you're looking for health coverage at the best price and your annual household income is 35,000 or more, give us a call
7: at 800-403-3748.
0: That's 800-403-3748. 800-403-3748.
6: Ever wonder how the credit card companies make their money? Well, think about this. If you owe $25,000 on five different credit cards and you make your minimum payments every month, here's what it's going to cost you. Are you sitting down? You'll shell out over 13 grand in additional interest and it's going to take over 13 years to pay off your original $25,000 balance. That's how they make money. Now it's your turn to fight back by calling the Debt Solutions Network. We'll work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. We promise we can and will reduce your debt. Call right now for a free 15-minute debt analysis.
8: 800-932-5112. 800-932-5112. 800-932-5112. That's 800-932-5112.
0: Today, everyone on the B Zone, it is truly my pleasure to introduce to you Karen Haggerty. Now, Karen is a new contributor here at the B Zone, and she is a brand activation consultant. She is also president and CEO of Creno Incorporated. Now, that's a marketing and event management company. Karen is the founder and executive producer of Sisterhood Symposium, an empowerment conference for professional women and an upcoming small business boot camp. In addition to all of that, Karen serves as the managing director of the Chicago chapter of E Women Network, and it is the number one networking and referral business community for women entrepreneurs. It is truly my pleasure to bring to you Karen Hargerty. Karen, thank you so much for being here on the B Zone. Thank you and good morning. Good morning. Well, I'm super excited to have you here, not only because you will be lending us your expertise and knowledge as we go forward, but also because of just the great work that you've done with small businesses, especially small businesses that
7: women are trying to launch. Yes, I found that women are an integral part in the business world. And it's something that was close to my heart which is why I decided to branch out from corporate America and start my own business. And in in doing so, one of the things I have found is we all need assistance. If we can help one another, we can pull one another up. And it's all about helping us to climb that particular ladder in order to become as successful as we need to do. And so by doing that, um, starting the business that I have, it allows me to consult with women in their businesses to help them achieve the goals that they need to move forward.
0: Well, I love it, Karen. And of course, I'm a huge proponent of entrepreneurship. I think it's fantastic when women especially get past the fear factor and branch out and reach out and establish their own companies, their own identities. We need more of that. Women are the number one consumers. So therefore, why shouldn't we be? more in the forefront when it comes to entrepreneurship.
7: Absolutely. Not only are we big consumers as far as what we spend, if we start looking at the numbers, for instance, of how many women entrepreneurs, um, and unfortunately I do not have the percentage, but. There's a huge contingency of women entrepreneurs in the state of Illinois alone. Start looking at those numbers and you start looking across the different states and even go internationally. The things that we can do in a collective manner, that's what it's about. And that's a great point, Karen. And again, eWomen Network, you are the managing director of the
0: Chicago chapter. It is the number one networking and referral business community for women entrepreneurs. To your point, this is a great network get entrenched in because it's a growing demographic in terms of business. And getting plugged in to other
7: like-minded women is key. Yes, it is. When you start thinking about starting a business, for instance, if you've been in a career for years and you decide to branch out into your own business, what you're going to find is it becomes a very small world. Yes. So until you decide to surround yourself with like-minded individuals. It's very lonely and very cold out there. Yes. And although you have loved ones surrounding you, you have friends surrounding you, unless they're doing exactly what you're doing, they don't truly understand. Struggles are what your successes need to be. So it's important, yes, to surround yourself with like-minded individuals, and it becomes somewhat of a support group. Absolutely, I could not agree more. And that is so
0: true. And Speaking of business, women in business, but also men too, for that matter, we're going to be talking a little bit about business plans, Karen, because I know that that's something that you are a proponent of. Yes. And a lot of folks out there, and I've had the pleasure of interacting with uh, quite a few entrepreneurs that are so excited about their idea and the service that they want to provide to the community that oftentimes they forget that, hey, we need to do things in the proper order. And one of those things is, of course, taking that idea and laying out a business plan. Karen, I know this is an area that you actually have some expertise in. So I'm going to start with, does every business need a business plan? Can we get away without having
7: a business plan? That's a very good question, Tracy. And the best answer for that is if you're looking for financial assistance in your business, you need a business plan. Okay. So there's a lot of different types of businesses out there. People have passions, for instance, for some type of service. They, they decide they want to open up a brick and mortar, for instance. Those types of businesses, you probably need to set up a business plan. Okay. You're going to need to look at whether or not you're going to pitch the business plan. You're going to need to look at whether or not you need to actually write this out. You need a guidepost in order to show someone exactly why you started this business, whether or not you have products and services, why you're asking them for financing. So to answer the question, does every business need a business plan? If you're looking to present your business to someone to get that financial help for your business, then yes. Okay, that's great. And I think that clears up that question for a lot of people, because I'm sure there are some
0: folks listening right now that at the top of this new year, they're gonna finally step out on faith and start that business or take the necessary steps to start a business. And I think understanding whether or not they need a business plan is a a critical first step, Karen, in in developing that business. Yes. Now now that we've established who needs a business plan, again, if you're looking for financing everyone, if you're trying to get that business funded with financial help, you need a business plan. So Karen, what are some of the things that usually go into a business plan? And we don't have, I know, time today to kind of break it down in, in a granular fashion, but just at a high level, what are the crucial things that should go in a business
7: plan? Crucial things that should go into your business plan. And everyone needs to think about this, especially if they're looking to pitch, for instance, to an angel investor. And an angel investor, for instance, can be a family member that's willing to finance your business. So critical to that. You need to have an overview, which is considered an executive summary. You just want to have some finer points about what your business is. Within that, you also want to talk about the company description. So within that company description, you may mention... Another area, which would be products and services. Another thing that you want to have down would be a market analysis. So you will have done some research to find out what type of competition that you would be looking at for your products and services. Another area that's really key to a business plan would be the strategy, the implementation of your business. That's where I feel people fall down. And within the strategy and implementation, there's the marketing aspect. There could be the public relations aspect. You need to know how you're going to get your business exposure. You're able to brand it. So that's going to be key to your business as well. Another area, once you've decided what type of business you are going to actually start up, it would be the organization and management team. So once you have decided that particular type of business, be it's an LLC, it's a sole proprietorship, it could be a corporation. You wanna know, you wanna list what type of organization it is. You wanna list the officers. You wanna list in the management team. If you start a store, for instance, you need to know this type of manager needs, these type of qualifications and so forth. The last area that I would suggest that you have within your business plan would be a financial plan and the projections. This is especially key when you're going to pitch your business. You're going to pitch your business. They're going to look at that financial plan, the overview. They're going to look at one year, three years, five years, and 10 years out. What you feel you're projecting within all this, this is your guidepost. And you can refer back to these every year. If you want to do it every six months, you can too. But you can set goals once you have this established. So those are key areas that you want to look at for setting up your business plan. Wonderful, wonderful. Everyone, I hope that you are taking
0: copious notes because Karen just gave you the outline of what you need for your business plan. And it's up to you to go in and fill in those blanks. And of course, we will bring you more information on how to do that in subsequent episodes. But I hope at a minimum, you're going to take this information and begin to think, just think through these key areas, especially if you are trying to acquire financing, to help your business get off the ground and move forward. Now, Karen, this is great stuff. And of course, we don't have time enough today. I wish we did to really go into more depth with all of this. But I am sure that this information alone has really helped one of our listeners out there or many of our listeners out there. If someone wants to connect more directly with you, Karen, because now they, they've they taken notes, they've listened to this conversation we've had, they now want to start this new year off getting their business in the right way, set up in the right fashion. How can someone reach out to you if they want to get your help and expertise in developing this business plan?
7: They can reach out to me through my business email address, which is k H-A-G-G-E-R-T-Y, at c r e n e a u m e C-R-E-N-E-A-U-M-E.com. And by reaching out to me, if they have some questions, an initial consultation, for instance, I'll offer them a 30 minute initial consultation this month. And if they are looking for services, I can offer them a 20% discount.
0: Wow, well, Karen, thank you for that. Everyone, again, take advantage of this offer that Karen is presenting here today because it is not easy to start a business. It's definitely not easy. To put together a business plan, especially when you have no idea what you're doing and you're just starting. So once again, Karen, make sure we give them your website and your contact information. And again, if you can state that offer just one more time, I want to make sure everyone caught that.
7: Okay. The website is ww.chronoe, C-R-E-N-E-A-U-M-E dot com. The business email address is K. Hagerty, Haggerty, H A G G E R T Y, at Chronomy C R E N E A U M E dot com. Wonderful.
0: And again, you're going to get from Karen in 2020, you're going to get a 30 minute free consultation. Now, if any of you understand how consultation goes and how consulting goes, that's a great deal. She's going to give you 30 minutes of her time for free to help you get started. And then 20% off of any service that Karen provides for you. Please make sure you go over to her website, get in touch with her, get that business plan started, everyone, or at least Get some guidance and advice so that you can start your business off the right way. Karen, thank you so much for being here with us here on the B-Zone today. So glad to have you. And welcome to the B-Zone family because we're looking forward to hearing more from
7: you very soon. Thank you, Tracy. And I look forward to it. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, Karen. Everyone, we're going to be back with more
0: B-Zone coming up next.
8: Got an old car? Call right now. That number again is 800-280-2144.
4: Attention all timeshare owners. Is this what you'd like to do with your timeshare contract? Do you own a timeshare and just want out? Thousands of timeshare owners are getting out of their timeshare contracts with the help of timeshare compliance. Timeshare compliance can legally terminate, tear up, shred, eliminate, trash your timeshare agreement, ending your payments forever, saving you thousands. So whether you're a victim of a high-pressure, dishonest sales agent, or you were misled with what you were buying, or you overpaid and they underdelivered, call Timeshare Compliance now for a free consultation. With one simple call, the trusted professionals at Timeshare Compliance can legally rip up your timeshare agreement and help rip up your financial suffering. You could save thousands. Call now before another payment is due. Timeshare Compliance is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. Call 800-576-4160. 800-576-4160. 800-576-4160.
2: I ah, le bon
0: Welcome back to the B-Zone and I truly hope that you enjoyed today's show all about the businesses that you should not start in 2020 as well as some states that you may want to stay away from and of course if you live in those states that we mentioned today well it just gives you more food for thought and ways in which you may want to just think about how to go about your entrepreneurial dream and Darius I Know that you're still over there, and I don't understand why, but you seem a little perturbed that Illinois did not make the worst
1: list. You know what? I'm I'll be grateful. Okay, you should I'm, be. I'm glad you we're not in, in in the list, but it don't feel like it as a resident here in this in the state. So don't even give me started. My well, heart, yeah, my I'm, heart. I'm just,
0: I'm just confused. I mean, most people would be. You know, happy that they didn't make the top ten worst list. I mean, but yet you're still we having issues. should have been on that
1: list because Illinois is tough on our taxes. Well, uh, it is. It but, is. But, but you it know, is. hey, that's that's another story, another topic.
0: Well, Dearies, maybe you'll feel good about the word of the day uh, <laughs> oh. that you need to give us before we wrap up here.
1: Today's word is a tiptoe. A tiptoe. A t i p t o e. A tiptoe.
0: Okay, I can't wait to find out what this means.
1: Eagerly expecting as anticipating a desired event or arrival. For example, right? So as I'm walking into my door, I see Brock waiting a tiptoe for me to enter. Like he's waiting, he's full of excitement. A tiptoe, a tiptoe. (laughs)
0: That may be the weirdest word you've come up with. And
1: that's why I got it. And I
0: have no idea how to even
1: use that for our listeners for this coming week. Well, just say, hey, you guys. I hope you guys are tiptoe for the show next week. A tiptoe.
0: Well, everyone, if you want to be a tiptoe, then I hope that that's the case for you next week. That's such a weird word, you
1: And you're expecting, so they're anticipating, they're, they can't wait to hear our next episode.
0: Well, I can't wait until you find a new word for next week. So
1: you're a tiptoe about my word of the day. Yeah, I there you go. There it. you go. <laughs> I like that. I like that.
0: Everybody, we hope that you enjoyed today's show. And yes, we're going to be back very soon with more B Zone for you and more great content. See you soon. Make sure you follow us on social media. We're at facebook.com slash with TSC. That's the letter B, Zone with TSC. And check out our page on the Bebo Weekly website at BeboWeekly.com slash BZone.